Welcome to the Someday Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm a Someday Mom just like you, who is passionate about empowering and educating women who desire to be a mom sometime in the next one to five years to be proactive about their fertility, health, habits, and lifestyle. On this podcast, we get real with each other and we hold hands as we learn what to do and what not to do as we prepare to be moms someday. We're gonna talk about everything from proactive fertility to foods and toxins we should stay away from to habits we should instill into our lives to motherhood, and even to maybe building a business if staying home is something you desire so that you can still contribute and have something of your own. I am so excited to be in this with you, and I cannot wait to see how much we grow through this season together. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Someday Mom podcast. This is Amanda here, and I am so excited to share a little bit more with you today. Today, we're going to dive into all the acronyms. If you're a someday mom and you are getting ready to try to conceive in the next one to probably three years, then you're going to see or hear all of the acronyms. Maybe you've joined some Facebook groups or you've been tracking your cycle in an app and maybe they have a community and these women who may be a little bit farther along in their journey than you are using all of these acronyms and you're like, what does TWW mean? What does BBT mean? So I want to dive into those acronyms with you because I was like, what are they talking about? What is DPO? Like, what does that mean? And it's just a shortened way of saying something specific. And so we're going to dive into some of the common ones. We're going to focus specifically on like the trying to conceive because you probably know all of the ones like IUD and I don't know, ones that maybe are for preventing pregnancy, but we are going to talk about the ones that are... um, In your future, you're going to need to know these. So the first one we are going to talk about is BBT. Do you know what this stands for? This stands for basal body temperature. And maybe you've heard me talk about this before because I know I've talked about tracking your cycle um, in past episodes. And I definitely have talked about BBT and the thermometer that I use, but BBT is your basal body temperature. And why that's important is because you want to be monitoring your BBT across your cycle because that's going to help you tell whether or not your body is ovulating. Okay? Your BBT rises after ovulation because of the hormone progesterone is released after ovulation. That rises your BBT, your basal body temperature. Um, And so that is one of the ways that you can begin to track your cycle to know if you've ovulated. This isn't going to help you know when you're ovulating. This is kind of an after fact. This is the BBT helps you know if you're ovulating. And then it could even help you know whether or not you're pregnant. But we're not going to dive into the details of that today. Um, Another one that you're going to hear is T, 
TWW or the number 2WW. And this is the two-week wait. If you haven't started trying to conceive yet, maybe you don't even know about this two-week wait, but essentially it is the time from after ovulation, after you've been trying to conceive during your five days of ovulatory window, um, and before your next period would come. So it's the two-week wait where you're waiting to see if you're pregnant. So TWW or 2WW is that two-week window or that two-week wait period after you ovulation or after you ovulate before doctors recommend that you take a pregnancy test. I will just say that time, it feels like forever. I'm three months into trying, um, so I've done two two-week wait windows so far, and I'll just say it's it's excruciating, and you just really, my piece of advice is to just really stay hopeful and faithful in the Lord and that His timing is the best, and um, just trust and try your hardest not to stress about it because it's not going to help. Um, but during that two-week window is when the embryo will implant into the uterus. If you are pregnant, that will tr- trigger a rise in the HCG, another hormone, um, detected in your blood and urine tests, and that'll tell you whether or not you are pregnant or not. So let's talk about some other acronyms that have to do with that pregnancy. Um, you're going to see this a lot if you're in any sort of fertility communities. You're going to see BFP or BFN. BFT stands for big, pe- big fat positive and BFN stands for big fat negative. A lot of people in fertility communities, fertility groups across the internet use these acronyms to describe whether they have a positive Result on a pregnancy test or a negative result. So BFP and BFN. Um, another one that has to do with tracking your cycle is CM. CM stands for cervical mucus. That is the fluid-like substance that your cervix produces to help your sperm more easily travel through the cervix and into your uterus. You want a certain um, consistency, maybe that is the word I'm looking for, for your cervical mucus. It When you are like at the point of ovulating and closest to the time that you could get pregnant, your cervical mucus will be um, egg white-like. So think of an egg white. It's clear. It's kind of like stretchy. Um, and that is the cervical mucus or type of cervical mucus that you want when you're trying to conceive because it helps the sperm get through your cervix and into your uterus. So CM, you'll see that. And that stands for cervical mucus. Let's talk about HCG since I um, said that above. HCG, it's usually a lowercase h, uh, uppercase C, and uppercase G. Um, stands for human chorionic gonotropin. 
I'm not sure how you say that, but essentially you've probably heard of this acronym before. Most people do not say that full word because they, or type it out because it's hard to say, but this is essentially the pregnancy hormone. This is the hormone that naturally rises or occurs, naturally occurs and then rises during pregnancy. That's what pregnancy tests are testing um, to tell you whether or not you are pregnant. Another term that you're, or acronym you're going to hear is DPO. DPO. And I see this one all the time. This was one where I was like, what are they talking about? What is DPO? And DPO is days past ovulation. So again, within community groups, fertility groups, you're going to see people say, I'm 11 days DPO or 11 DPO. So 11 days past ovulation. And they're wanting to test for pregnancy you know, early. So maybe they might say I'm 8 DPO and I'm feeling these symptoms. Um, am I pregnant? <laughs> like, do you think I'm pregnant? I see this in fertility groups all of the time. Um, but it just means the days past ovulation. And you really shouldn't, although it's very easy to want to test early, wait until you miss a period. I usually don't, I will be honest, but I do wait at least like 12 days. So I'm close to that time where my period's coming um, to take a pregnancy test. But you're just so excited. You're just so excited. You want to know. Um, there are a few, I'll come back to those. There's a few that are, you've probably heard the acronyms before, but we'll come back to those in a second. Another term you're going to hear, or acronym you're going to hear, is LH. LH is your luteinizing hormone. And if you've ever heard of an ovulation predictor kit, which is another acronym, OPK, OPK is an ovulation predictor kit. You've probably heard of that, or maybe your friend was like, oh yeah, I tested my um, ovulation using ovulation test strips. That's an ovulation predictor kit. And what that ovulation predictor kit is testing when you pee on the stick, it is testing um, usually your LH, or always I should say your LH, which is your luteinizing hormone. That's the hormone that rapidly increases 24-ish hours before you ovulate. So it's another way to help you predict the actual day that you're um, egg is being released and ready to be fertilized. Um, so LH, your luteinizing hormone, but sometimes those OPKs also test E2, which is your estrogen, um, one of the forms of estrogen. So you can use an OPK to help you time sex, essentially. Let's just say it. Um, what else? RE, if you are moving into a space where you need help getting pregnant, um, RE is one that stands for reproductive endocrinology or REI, reproductive endocrinology and infertility, 
which just really stinks. No one wants to use that term infertility, but it is what it is. But that stands for reproductive endocrinologist. And that is the doctor that will help you get pregnant. So with that, let's talk about a few that have to do with that. So if you have been trying for six months to a year, depending on your age, your doctor, your regular OBGYN, I think we all know that term, um, may refer you to an RE, a reproductive endocrinologist. And they're going to do further testing and possibly recommend one of these options. The two more common options that maybe you've heard before are IUI and IVF. And then the other one here is ICSI. So um, that will usually help. ICSI, I'll just talk quickly about, is intracytal intracytoplasmic sperm injection. So it's a procedure that usually accompanies IVF and it is meant to overcome issues um, with the male factor infertility. So essentially a doctor will inject just one sperm directly into an egg collected during the egg retrieval process. Okay. And then IVF is when that then embryo, okay, so that sperm is injected into an egg, creates an embryo. If the embryo is healthy, it then that embryo is inserted into the female body called in vitro fertilization, IVF, and hopefully you stay pregnant. Um, and then IUI is intrauterine insemination. So IVF would be used, um, I don't want to speak specifically to this, but basically IVF is when an egg is retrieved from the woman, the sperm is retrieved from the man, they make the, uh, the embryo outside of the body and then insert the embryo back into the woman's body to hopefully get pregnant. IUI is different. IUI, an egg is not retrieved, okay? The eggs stay in the woman, right? But the sperm is um, retrieved from the man and then inserted into the female body through IUI, intrauterine insemination, okay? So a doctor will insert the sperm um, either from your partner or possibly a donor if that is a route that you might need to go. And that IUI usually tries to increase the number of sperm that make it through the cervix and into direct contact with the fertilized egg. So that's where you might need that. So we can talk in more detail about both of these. Um, if that is something you're interested in, definitely reach out and let me know. And then the final one, which I probably should have start with, started with, is TTC. I know I've been using this like crazy, and I wonder if people know what I'm talking about, but TTC stands for trying to conceive. So that is the stage that Ryan and I are in right now, and trying really hard to stay hopeful and faithful and trust God's timing, um, but I'm not going to lie that it gets hard at times. 
um, I want to be mom so, so bad. I have for my entire life. And so now that it's like closer to being a possibility, like I'm just so anxious about it and so excited, but also scared and questioning and really working on my trust and patience with the Lord. So he's come through before, bringing me the best partner I could have ever prayed for. Um, and I just need to keep praying and keep asking from prayer for prayer from all of you. And I trust that he will come through again because God is good and I trust him. And I hope you do too. I hope this episode was helpful. I will put all of these um, acronyms in the show notes so you can check them out. If you have any questions about any of them or if there's an acronym that you have come across recently and you're like, what does this stand for? Let me know and I would be happy to help you out. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend. You know, that friend that's a someday mom just like us. Or tag me in your stories so I can personally thank you for helping to get this message out to other someday moms. I am so grateful to be in this season with you. And until next time, let's make it a great week.